Welcome to the Boss of Therapy Podcast. We are your hosts, D and J. I'm D, and hey, J on the other line. Reminder to please follow and share and leave a rating or review as this really helps our algorithm grow organically. As always, our purpose is to share our experiences on how we boss up in hopes that you can take these gems and apply them to your life. If we can do it, so can you. We are Boss Baddies. And today's episode is probably one of the most essential episodes. It is, in fact, about mindset and self-worth. Okay, so let's get into it. First, step one, let's look at assumptions versus facts. A lot of the times we doubt ourselves based on assumptions. So for example, we may not be great at something at first, but it doesn't mean that it's not meant for us or that we can't get better at it. I would suggest a way to really tackle that inner critic is to make a list. One side being things you assume you can't do or won't be good at, and a side of a list of things that you are great at already. So this helps you to really get to the core of proving to yourself. Actually, I would say probably instead of saying things you're not good at, areas of improvement. Oh, okay. I like that better. Areas of improvement. I like that. So instead of saying things that you're not great at. So this helps you to get to the core of proving yourself to your own self. Because sometimes our inner critic has a bunch of narratives. And then we just assume that, oh yeah, that's correct. When in fact, it's just another voice. And that's why we need to celebrate effort and not perfection. So for example, I'll give an example of something with myself. So I assume that I can't design or won't be good at designing because I don't know how to use Illustrator or Photoshop. And I assume that because I can't do it right away from opening it, that this is not meant for me. So those were assumptions and I got really frustrated and I really had to challenge myself. And so what really helped me was, of course, finding ways to help myself. Like, you know, watching YouTube videos or, you know, looking at the, you know, the little helpful, you know, tidbits on the side. So it's like really essential that you get up and you don't just assume things, but instead you try to challenge yourself and know that you can do this. So what about you, Jay? What is something that you assumed you couldn't do or, you you know, areas of improvement and you're able to work towards it? So interestingly, I don't think like that. I don't actually think I can't do anything. Um, I just... Whenever I approach things, I will probably look at it and say, okay, I can't do it yet. Or maybe mm, that's out of, that's out of my, my realm, but that's, I mean, I guess the mindset can be, how do you actually think and approach things? Because not always do you think you'll be bad at something. So initially you try it and then maybe you're not good at it. Then you say, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not good at it. But like, in my case, I'll think, how can I get better? And this only applies to things you want to do. Don't go thinking that you have to go make a list of things that you don't even care to do ever in your life. Just things that you want to do at the moment right now. If you want to get better at doing your nails yourself, like me, you know, I, I don't like, I like going to the nail salon, but I don't like paying for it. So what I do is I do my own nails. Yeah, it may not look that good, but I'm getting better at it every time I do it. You see what I mean? I think Jay has made such a great point about not adding things on your list that you don't care to be great at because there's sometimes there are things that we think we have to know how to do or because someone else is doing it or because you know whatever that may be but what really should be on your list are things that you think will get you out of your comfort zone and allow you to grow things that you're interested in things that you're curious about things that you want to explore things that you think will be fun all those type of things should be on your list and everyone's list is going to look different And so on one side of the list, you have things that you already know that you're exceptionally great at, you're comfortable with. And then things on the other side of your list of improvements, as Jay mentioned. And those improvements 
will gear you towards how can I get better at them? How can I develop a relationship with these things? So of course, it'll be in small steps. Okay. So have some grace. And within those small steps, you're going to reach different milestones. So let's say you wanted to ski, right? The first thing is to maybe just sign up for a class, like small steps, you know, don't expect yourself to, once you get there, you're this badass. I mean, you, you might be, who knows, you might surprise yourself, but giving yourself that kind of, giving yourself some compassion as it's really not about being perfect, but it's about the effort you put behind it so which goes back to we celebrate effort and not perfection and even throwing back to how we were as little kids like for example when we had our training wheels on and then we would have to learn how to ride without them like some people got afraid right you have fear and then when you push through you're actually able to get it done ironically myself i just took it off myself and every single day outside i would just keep practicing very shambly, I must say, but I got it done. So you can do it. So it even goes back to like all the times in childhood where you thought you couldn't do something and you figured it out. And the same goes through now. You just have to keep applying that and knowing that you can. And that inner critic, battling the inner critic will give you the power you need to feel self-worth. So step two is be kind to yourself. So it is very uncomfortable for people to be kind to themselves due to generational trauma, but pain cannot be your only home. So if you don't work on it, it's not going to get better. Being kind to yourself is really important because like I mentioned before, we have different narratives that are going on in our head and, but you have to learn how to build that comfort and security within yourself. So being kind to yourself really starts small. For example, if let's say you ate a piece of cake and it's not necessarily part of your meal plan or your daily routine, you can still sit and enjoy the cake in the moment, in the present, right? And then maybe next day you decide like, okay, maybe I'll add like 10 more minutes to my cardio, but don't beat yourself up as you're eating the cake. I think it starts really small just like that. What do you think, Jay? So for me, I have a different viewpoint. I think you can be self-critical, just do not take it to the point of discouragement, Only you control your own feelings. As always, people don't make you do things. People don't make you sad. You make yourself sad. That's how I think. If you feel like you're beating yourself up about something, I mean, just take a different approach to it. I wouldn't say beat yourself up about it. Just be like, yes, I know I did that one thing, whatever that one thing is. How can I do it differently next time? How can I be better? You know, but it's, I think being critical of yourself helps you improve naturally. You know, just try to keep your mind focused on why it is, you're saying that thing or why you're why you're doing those things to yourself finding that balance right not ignoring what you did but but knowing why you did it i think that even with the cake example looking at that maybe you can ask yourself what is your relationship with food like did you want to eat the cake because you wanted to eat the cake or did you eat the cake because you felt that you wanted to comfort yourself in some sort of way what is that core like purpose of making that decision and also like you mentioned you did that thing today but tomorrow is a new day How can I make better decisions? Let's say based off everything we've been talking about with you guys, maybe you knew you were supposed to be saving because that's your new mindset, but you're not doing it or you did something excessive or you splurged and now you're set behind. What you can do now is look at why you did that, change that behavior and then keep it pushing because if you don't ever keep your mind focused on your goals or keep your mind straight, you're never going to get anywhere. Yes. Like you have to know what is triggering you to make that, let's say, not so great habit. That's the habit that's not serving you. 
So, for example, if it's the saving thing, you're not able to save because, let's say, you constantly spend money at Chick-fil-A, let's say. You know, maybe you can stop triggering yourself by driving a different direction or eating before you head that way. <laughs> you know, something like that. Or having a, uh, having a plan in your head. What am I having for dinner? So that way, when you're driving by, you're not thinking, oh, I'm starving. I need to eat this. And you can just prep, meal prep, stop eating out. Or if you want to eat out, I guess just be more intentional about it. Exactly. Like before you eat out, maybe just plan like, hey, what is my budget for this restaurant I'm going to? I only want to spend $40 here. So how do you want to spend that $40 here? Or choosing a different restaurant. You know, you can still go out. Just be mindful of where you're choosing or how long you're out for. Because of course, the longer you're out, the more money you spend. So things like that. And then step three is to know that you have the power to change your life. So you got to get up. Okay, get the F up. Never let anyone make you feel less than, especially yourself. So back to the narratives that we were talking about. You're constantly two narratives in your head. And sometimes, you know, if you're an overthinker, that, that makes it really hard. But as boss baddies, we need to know that we can really boss up by actually getting up to make these small changes to actually have that different life that you want. Different actions, different results. You don't want to go through the same constant patterns of behavior And like we mentioned, call yourself out, but don't make yourself feel bad about it. That's the biggest one. That's going to be the biggest one that gets you every time. It does get you every time because it's yourself that you're maybe avoiding, right? Avoiding having to talk to yourself. You have to talk to yourself and be like, okay, why did I do that? What was the reason behind that? Because at the end, you have yourself. So what is your relationship with yourself? Like you have to listen and know that the choice is yours. And believe it or not, absolutely doing nothing to help yourself makes life harder. For example... For example, if let's say you don't take care of your health or your fitness and you suddenly stop going to the gym like we both did last year, we thought it makes it easier. Let's say people might think it's easier because it's like, oh, I can eat whatever I want, do whatever I want, I don't need to go to the gym. But essentially it makes your life harder because now you don't like how you look, you don't like how you feel, you don't like, you know, your health takes a turn. So when you think you're making your life easier, you're making it harder by doing nothing. So another thing is you think maybe, you know, being involved or going back to people that don't serve you makes it easier because it's in your comfort zone, essentially makes your life harder because now you have anxiety about it. Not working through trauma, not working through trauma may make it seem easier because, you know, oh, I don't have to talk about it. I don't have to be uncomfortable and talk to any therapist about it. And I would say that's one thing too, because if, if it's about your mindset, talking to a therapist at the end of the day will always help you. They always tell you to think and stay in your lane, only worry about what you can't control. Stop worrying about what you can't control, which is actually really hard to do. But when you start think like conscious thinking, I think it's called cognitive behavioral therapy, but I'm not a therapist. Don't come for me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, you know, th- there's, it's staying in your lane. Like that's a serious thing. People Things people can't do on the road every day, but... Yeah, staying in your lane and really worrying about what it is you can control. Stop worrying about other things. And then that already reduces 50% or maybe even 75% of the issues you have. Because you're too worried about maybe your boss your boss can't see your value. Okay, do you see your value? Time to go. There's yes, a lot of different, There's a lot preach. of things that you're too busy worrying about. You're worrying about um, your friends and the validation. You actually only need validation from yourself. At the end of the day, you go to sleep by yourself. You go to the grave by yourself. Yes, you don't take all those things with you. There's no things. 
those people's validation, it might be appreciated, but it's not required. So if you live your life for yourself. It gets down to honor and integrity, right? So honor and integrity looks like self-worth, right? So if you value yourself and what you're about your character, that's really all that matters. So sometimes even small things like talking to your therapist and working through your trauma, that actually enhances your life because then you don't have to constantly be triggered by everything. Which will only put you back and prevent you from doing everything that you want to do. Yes. And my therapist always talked about not looking at the bigger picture, but looking at the small steps that are in front of you. So sometimes you might think, the bigger picture is, I'm happy, I have no problems, I have a bunch of money, da 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 But the small steps in front of you are being kind to yourself, being mindful, having power in what you speak, like what you say to yourself every morning, what you say to yourself before you go to bed, right? Not comparing yourself to others, like all that matters. That's how you honor yourself. That's how you value yourself. And the universe has always been on your side, but you have to be on your side as well. And so that everything can actually fall into place. Okay, so now let's talk about the key takeaways in today's episode about mindset. One, what are the assumptions versus the facts? For example, we have a list that goes in our head about things we assume that quote unquote Jay calls it room for improvement or quote unquote, I don't think I can do this. And so you need to be able to take that list of things you want to improve on and tackle them one by one. It's going to be a journey. However, you need to challenge yourself to fight that voice. In order to fight that voice, you have to take action. So you have to look at that list. And that room for improvement could be different for everyone. Step two is be kind to yourself. We have many different voices in our head, different narratives in our head that run. What if this? What if that? Maybe I should have this. Oh, I don't think I can this or I don't think I'm good enough for this, right? All these voices. And trust me, it's normal. However, we don't have to say that. That doesn't have to be our home. Your home in your head is going to take effort from you to create that peace. So for you to do that, you have to know how to speak to yourself. And so that goes with, of course, being honest with yourself, but not discouraging yourself from moving forward. You have to take that control, which goes to step three, which is get up. Okay, you're no longer a victim anymore. Instead of feeling bad for yourself, if you do, Okay, you can feel bad for yourself for like five minutes, but then you got to get up. You got to get up and say, okay, how do I take my power back? To take your power back, you have to say, what is it that I need to do to step into that season of thriving? It takes you. You literally have to depend on yourself. No one is going to come and hold your hand. So you have to get up and find a power within you to make better decisions. And when I say make better decisions, I mean make the decisions that you know will serve you. You can do this. I believe in you. And remember, and we will continue to celebrate effort. Effort could be many steps, big steps, however it is. But we're not looking for you to be perfect, but we're looking for you to boss up and own it. Thanks for listening to the Boss Up Therapy podcast. We would love it if you would be able to drop a review if this episode helped you in any way. And if you would like to submit any questions for us to answer in our next episode, please submit to bossuptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, babe, we are rooting for you. We want to see you win and we want to see you boss up. And if we can do it, so can you. Follow us and stay tuned for our next episode as we continue the journey together. Of course, here's the lingo language.
This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Our purpose is to share our own personal experiences as a guide to self-improvement. Anything said should not be taken as replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice of a trained and licensed therapist, coach, specialist, doctor, or health professional. The intention of this podcast is not to establish any therapist-patient relationship to replace any of your current services. If you take any action or inaction as a result of any of the content you consume on the podcast, this is based solely on your decision and our podcast cannot be held liable for any of the consequences of such action or inaction. As always, we recommend you speak to your own personal therapist or seek a health professional. 